Psalm 51 to the choirmaster, a psalm of David when Nathan the prophet went to him after he had gone in to Bathsheba. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, only you, have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you delight in truth and in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold with me a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from the blood guiltness, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise, for you will not delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You will not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Do good to Zion in your, in your good pleasure. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in right sacrifices, in burnt offerings, and in whole burnt offerings. Then bowls will be offered on your altar. read uh, today from the English Standard Version. Um, Psalm 51 is uh, fairly famous. Um, uh, I have uh, I've heard it many times. Uh, there are songs written about it. I've heard sermons about it. Um, and it is a, a wonderful, amazing psalm uh, of uh, asking for the Lord's forgiveness, um, explaining that, um, that God wants a, a broken and contrite heart, uh, just a, a, a deep and uh, moving um, explanation of how God can forgive sins and, uh, and how he uh, views people um, who are uh, view, views people who are sinful but um, return to him. It's really wonderful. Um, however, <laughs> there's something that's sort of weird when you um, read the uh, superscription. It's talking about um, about uh, oh, the the context of it. Apparently, is when David found out about the sin he had committed against um, Uzziah, who is uh, uh, I believe he is a Hittite, but he was one of his trusted men uh, who had sent he had sent out into battle and ordered to be put in a very dangerous place um, so that he would be killed so that um, David would hide his sin of, of um, basically raping uh, Uzziah's wife, uh, Bathsheba. And um, there's a, a point uh, in the psalm where it says, uh, against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. And um, that doesn't seem to be true. <laughs> 
David Sin was pretty extensive. Uh, he tried to cover up um, his affair because uh, there was a child that was coming. Uh, he basically murdered Uzziah. And um, uh, it was uh, it was more than a sin against God. It was a sin against other people. There were definite uh, victims in this case. Um, who knows if Bathsheba was happy with David, but um, it's clearly wrong to take away her husband. Um, that's a sin against her. Uh, whatever her desires are uh, to kill her husband, that's a sin against her. And of course, to kill another man and um, to bring a child into the world uh, in this way. Um, uh, and that child eventually died. Uh, it seems to me that it isn't just God who has um, been sinned against. And yet, God is able to forgive and that's sufficient. And that feels wrong. It feels very wrong to me. And it probably feels wrong to you if you consider situations where, um, you know, people believe that they have been forgiven, even though they've done something terrible. So imagine um, uh, a man who has um, molested a child and he has asked God for forgiveness. If God forgives that man, is he justified? Is he right? Has he been put in, a, in the right place? Um, every instinct that we have says no, that it's not sufficient for God to forgive because what this person did was so terrible, perhaps unforgivable. Uh, at the very least, the victim would need to be um, forgiving. Um, and uh, I think this is one of the hardest psalms um, that we have for that reason. If you really think about it, uh, do we truly trust that God can forgive sins? Um, it's one of the first um, things that happened uh, to Jesus when he uh, was confronted with um, a man who could not get up and he forgave sins. And the Pharisees looked around and said, how can this man forgive sins? Only God can forgive sins. Um, and we just feel that there is something um, something not quite right about, uh, about this situation. Um, now, I still love Psalm 51. And uh, as long as I don't think too hard about what David actually did, uh, I think it's a wonderful psalm. And when I do think about what David did and start being confronted with this difficulty, um, I also think it's a wonderful psalm. It's just much more complicated and rich and difficult and um, meaty and uh, probably more meaningful uh, in the long run if you think about it in this way. And I should uh, credit where credit is due. Um, this uh, observation about uh, David's sin and God forgiving it uh, came from a sermon I um, heard from Timothy Keller. And... Um, I think about it on on occasion. It uh, it bothers me. Uh, can God truly forgive a sin like this? Um, well, we'll see what tomorrow brings.